it's Jen the Builder. And Corey. Happy Monday, everyone. Happy Monday. We are technically in fall. And I didn't realize that last week. I think it's like September 22nd. So happy autumn. Oh, wow. Okay, we're here. We're here. And California weather really isn't showing that we're here, which is typical. Right. I'd be surprised if we ever had a fall weather first day of fall here. Yeah, it's always, you. well, not always, it's usually warm for the first maybe month. And yeah. then it starts to turn into that crispness that we're used to. That's right. So as we're approaching the end of September here quickly, because today would be what, Corey, Monday, I, I'm so turned around on dates right now. Because, uh, the 26th, I believe, right? Okay. So this is the last week of September. Yes. And... Then we're on to October, which, and I don't want to say, you know, September, I'm ready to leave you, but October for me is such a wonderful time for a few things. Fall is my favorite season, number one, and decorating for fall has become one of my favorite things in our home uh, in the last couple of years. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the pumpkins, the colors, the um, all, all those wonderful like farm type vibes that, that you know, you can mm. put in your home. I love that. Yeah. So hopefully everyone had a good weekend. I know we're not going to talk too into detail about our weekend, but speaking of fall weather, we were able to enjoy some cooler weather over the weekend, despite our beautiful hometown of Fontana going into like high nineties, triple digits. We were enjoying low eighties weather in Santa Barbara. Yeah. That was really nice. It was beautiful. And I don't know if anyone has ever drove um, along the coast. Um, so we live in Southern California. We went up north, the 101. And there's a piece of freeway that is literally right next to the ocean. Amazing. Amazing. Oh, it was so good. It felt like fall. And there were leaves rustling on big old trees and... I could have easily layered with maybe a light scarf over my outfit. But, and I don't know, women, if you're the same, let us know. But fall for me is all about the fun layering and clothes and the boots. And so fashion is everything yeah. for fall. I, I, I can see that. And you know what I noticed about uh, the females or the women? Um, and this is so funny to me because as soon as the weather slightly changed, you start <laughs> seeing the boots, you start seeing the, the scarves and the uh, different style of hats. I mean, it is cool because people want, I mean, if you live in Southern California, yeah. you've been dealing with this hot heat for a long time. As soon as you get an opportunity to change it up, it's like, bring it. Seriously. Even hair color. Yeah. I just changed mine to red copper. Mm hmm. And yeah, it is. It's very <laughs> hot and spicy. Yeah. Love the color. Anyways, um, like I said, we're going to talk about Santa Barbara and our next episode. And we usually, for those who are new to take the elevator, we usually try to have a conversation that's elevating and that will hopefully keep you in thought and in good practice throughout the rest of the week. So, are we ready to do this, Corey? Let's jump in. Let's elevate. Hey, okay. Well, there was this uh, article that I saw on the internet, and it reads like this. So, everybody, take a pause to imagine this. 
if you had $86,400 in your account, wow, imagine that, $86,400. And for those of you that do, kudos to you. Right. For those of us that don't, we'll just imagine that you sign into your account and there's $86,400. Someone steals $10 from you. Would you be upset and throw all of the remaining $86,390 away in hopes of getting back at the person or move on and live, right? Move on and live. We all have 86,400 seconds each day. Don't let someone's negative 10 seconds ruin the remaining 86,390. Don't sweat the small stuff. Life is bigger than that. Much, much bigger. And when you read that to me the first time, Jen, I got to be honest. Um, there was a piece of me that paused for just a second because my time is valuable mm-hmm. and it means a lot to me. And when I lose that time, it, it's almost like I want to go back and recover every single second, but that's, and we can't, that's just not productive. Yeah. It's not smart either on my, on my behalf. Maybe someone else can justify it and make it make sense for them. But for me, it's just not wise and smart to, throw away some time on someone who is preying on anybody to get $10. So, right. And it's interesting that that's the perspective there. And there are people who aren't necessarily preying on those 10 seconds, but are just having a moment. And so I'll make it very personal. (coughs) Excuse me. There's a certain time of the month or when menopause kicks in real strong for me. And mm-hmm. then we just talked about this the other day. And so I'm in this weird space that I'm not used to being in. And because that's what's going on with me physiologically, you learn to adapt to me or how to handle me, how to cope with that. So hopefully it doesn't take away the 86 1,390 <laughs> seconds of the day because this is just for that moment. Right. You know what I mean? And so I think that's going to help me because I work with a lot of different people, a lot of different personalities. I don't know what's going on in their day. Right. Whether it be, oh, they're trying to take these 10 seconds away from me or not really. I just so happen to be sharing space and time with them. And so... I'm just there on the receiving end of that negative energy. You know, do I really want to talk about it more, vent about it, have it ruin my day? Because there have been moments like that Mm -hmm. where it really impacts me or it can impact you. And so the next two hours, you're in a funk because someone used a certain tone when they responded to you. Right. Well, I like to think that I read the room pretty well. Mm. And I've noticed, even talking to you, that there are moments in the conversation where I can literally see you check out. And I'm like, okay, change of direction quickly. Because usually when someone checks out, there's a very good reason why they've checked out. They don't just want to ignore you, especially if the conversation has been extremely engaging for a certain amount of time. No one just typically checks out because, you know, they don't want to talk anymore. So I've hit a point that was either traumatic Mm -hmm. or it has pushed a button that brought some anger or maybe um, 
this conversation has gone on far too long. And I have to think about what are we talking about? What am I trying to engage with Jen or anybody else in the conversation? What am I trying to engage them with? And that's when my awareness kicks in and says, okay, I've been ranting for the last five minutes. She's probably Mm. tired of hearing me rant. So let me do the smarter thing and reverse direction so that we can continue engaging, especially if that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to engage. I'm trying to talk. Mm -hmm. And then I can see if this is something you want to continue to talk about or if you've had enough or that was a, a very traumatic experience for you. So it's not a good time to have that conversation. Right. Wow. That's really good awareness to know that that's what's happening there and to pivot and change it up to go back to the purpose of what you're doing. Well, I like to think that I'm not a selfish conversationalist. You're not. But sometimes we slip into those patterns where it's like, I just want to get this out. But at whose detriment? And that's what I have to always be um, aware of. Right, right. So it's almost as if we're saying, I mean, quite a few things here. Don't let those 10 seconds or however long it is become a distraction. Right. Because that can easily be that Corey, we were on the way to work one day and i hate to put you on the spot but dun, dun, dun. You, you know how my my you love this my memory can be a little foggy here right. but you use like you, you were talking to me and you were on fire as far as the language you're using in conversation it was so intensely um spot on like the words you used and and together I was like, oh, my goodness, Corey, like, no, you are a writer. Clearly, you're a writer. Oh, well, thank you. You remember what I'm talking about? When I you do. Used to, okay. I don't remember what the conversation was about, though. Yeah, but do you remember the example of the words? You used a lot of D words, D-E words, like, um, I think it was D-E words, detract, distract, and then we went into the opposite of them. Not quite sure about that one. No. Oh, so good. I'll have to. I'm sure I journaled on it. But it's to that point. Like, you have two choices in your time. You can either be distracted by that or what would be the opposite of being distracted? Attracted. There you go. So instead of being distracted by negative energy... Attract positive. Attract positive. I mm. like that. I like that. And and here's why I really like that. Because sometimes we think that it's someone else putting off negative energy. Oh, oh such a good point. <laughs> and you know where I'm going, right? <laughs> yes, but let's hear it. <laughs> and it's and actually, we might want to repeat this a couple of times. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> We think it's others that are putting off the negative energy. Mm. But what we come to realize very quickly is that it's truly us oh. putting that negative energy off. And not only have we put it off on other people, we've stolen 10 seconds, maybe a couple of hundred seconds from our own personal bank of time. Yeah. Yeah. And let me just tell you, that that's a very bad place to be because you can suck some energy dry from yourself mm. and anybody you come in contact with. And when you recognize this, when you see this happening, don't wallow in it. Don't enjoy it. Don't say, well, this is just my moment. Right. This is just who I am. Yeah. 
unapologetically me, right. which can be very misused. Yeah, very misused. But I, I would say take a step back, regroup, mm. understand what you've done, and change course. That's right. I love where that word attraction went because we mentioned this, I think, a few episodes ago about the law of attraction. Right, exactly. What you put out is what you receive. Mm-hmm. And so it reminds me of something else, too, because I remember when I was in just that negative funk and I would say something to you and it'd be like this. Okay, for the sake of time, <laughs> I'm not going to let that play up. I'm like, Corey, did you hear me? Uh, yeah. And in my mind, I'm thinking, why is he not responding to me? Why is he not engaging with me? Well, oh, Corey, now I'm like, ah, he was protecting his 86,390 seconds he had left. You're not robbing me today. <laughs> and so that's something to think about, too, right? Yeah. When people aren't interested or not engaging with you in conversation. Yeah. We go to, well, what's wrong with them? Mm-hmm. And we're saying, let's elevate and think, what's something I possibly could have done, whether it be intentionally or unintentionally? And that's why the practice of mindfulness is so, one of the key things is checking in. Yeah. Just, okay, this is how I'm feeling right now. Why is this? Right. What's going on here? Don't ignore those moments. And don't ignore the obvious. Like mm. if you wake up after having a bad dream and you are already in a funk, in a fog, that's probably not the best time to start your conversation. You need to get that off of you first. If you've just come home from a hard day's work with a lot of stress and a lot of all that other stuff that comes with hard work, mm-hmm. that's probably not the best time to jump into a, Hi, honey, I'm home. How are you? Type of conversation right. because it's bound to come out. And so I, what, I, what I'm always doing, I'm always checking my temperature. I'm always trying to figure out where, where are you? Don't put this off on someone. Right. And if you can avoid doing that, you've just diverted from stealing from someone's bank. True, true. Corey, can I ask you a question? Sure. So your use of time... um. And you had shared with me at one point how when you're doing a project and it's done, you go back and really do an inventory of how you use your time and your energy and things like that. Yes. Is that a practice solely for projects or how are you using that for every day? Oh, that, yeah, that's every day. I mean, <coughs> for me, it's, uh, it's important to just have those analytics personal mm. analytics. Now I'm not sitting down with a, a spreadsheet and going, you right. know, second by second, but I just know that if I'm trying to accomplish things in life, if I want a successful marriage, if I want a successful son and I mean a father and daughter or father and son relationship, it's important for me to take inventory of everything that's made that relationship successful. It does no one any good if I make these successes happen in my life and I'm not able to teach someone else because eventually my children will have children and they'll ask me questions. And the last thing I want to tell them is I don't know. Mm -hmm. Oh, why have you lived this long and did this and did that? And you can't remember, you can't help anyone else. So yeah, it's, it's a every day, all day, everything practice. Right. 
And I think when you're aware of how you're using your time, you use your time more wisely. Yeah, absolutely. And so I I really love that practice. Um, I was on a routine of doing that daily. Like, um, oh, I don't want to misquote anyone, but people have their own ways of doing things to capture the time that they've had and how they used it and took care of the gift of time. Mm -hmm. And so they'll do like five gratefuls or three things they learned or three things they learned today. Um, Did I already say that? I think I repeated that, but three things they learned, three people they met, maybe, you know, um, a really proud moment where they showed up as their favorite self or an opportunity where they didn't and they they write on that. So for the next time, you know, it doesn't happen again. Right. Right. So some people have told me, Jen, that just sounds like a lot of time. And there we go with that word again, but it's time for me, in my opinion, well spent because you become more self-aware. You understand that the way you show up affects relationships that you're in possible networking that you could be doing. Um, and again, it just depends on your purpose. If you're living without a purpose, then I could see maybe that it is a waste of time. But when you have goals and they're specific and you know what you want, I'm almost willing to bet that that practice is something that's going to benefit you. Right. Let me share this with uh, you and anyone listening. A really good basis taught me something that I just never forgot. So we as musicians are always trying to find time to practice, mm-hmm. to sharpen our craft and our skill. And so we, what we typically like to do as musicians, we want to block out three hours of p- practice playtime, right? Mm-hmm. We just really want that, to just be able to sit and practice and practice and practice for those three hours. And hopefully we achieve that muscle memory and, and we feel good yeah. and we move on. But that's not ideal and it's not realistic 99% of the time. So what he said was, and I've, I've learned how to do this, and it's so helpful. And this is just okay. not in mu- music. This is in everything. Mm-hmm. So I might not have three hours, but I might have 10 minutes. So I'll sit down and pick up the bass and I'll start doing my scales. I'll start yeah. doing my uh, warm-ups. I'll start doing whatever it is that I'm, you know, and so that's 10 minutes. And then... Maybe two hours from then, I'll get another 15 minutes. Mm. And then you're just kind of documenting how long. And before you know it, you've reached your mark and exceeded it because you're not looking for three hours of time. And so you haven't technically lost the time that you had planned to play. You've actually put in the work and you still have time to do other things. Mm, Such a good tip and such a good reminder. Um. There have been many, many things written around just doing one small thing every day Mm -hmm. to get to your goal. And it becomes compounded, of course, becomes powerful. But when you take the 10 minutes, like you said, and that becomes habit and you start building that and then you add on or you find more time because you enjoyed it so much. Yeah. I've, I've even incorporated that to some degree with exercise. I mean, if you're watching TV and uh, some some of the shows we watch have these commercials on them. Um, yeah. And you take 30 seconds to do five push-ups. Yes. Ten sit-ups. Yeah. You're slowly going to get to your goal. It may not be as fast as you want it, but it's you're making progress. Yeah. So 
a way for me to think about that. That's such a good point because I was just thinking, oh, watched a little bit of TV today. I definitely wasn't exercising. I ate a few chips there. And so that's something to think about. Like, <coughs> I have these 10 seconds. Um, how am I going to use it? How am I going to use this right now? And I'm not saying to go extreme throughout the whole day. That's not the main message here, but it really gets you to think. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> it's like uh, the Pringles commercial. I think it's Pringles. You can't just have one. I think that's Lay's. Is it Lay's? Yeah. Okay. So you get the point. Absolutely. And so the concept there is, yeah, when you're doing something healthy, that also begets another um, a moment spent doing something healthy and then vice versa. And so the moral of the story is don't allow someone to steal your time and don't steal time from yourself. Mm-hmm. It's just too much good stuff we could be doing and accomplishing if we are figuring out ways not to take time from one another. That's right. And when you said that, Corey, I was thinking about time and your joy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that's another topic. But at the end of the day, the way you spend your time is where you find your joy. That's right. <laughs> hey, well, you know us to take the elevator. We say, look up and let's elevate. Every day. Elevate. Every day. Have I told you that I still love this ending? I sing it every time. Same. <laughs> 